Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. Welcome back to Skyrim Off the Record for episode 12. This episode of Skyrim Off the Record is brought to you by DoghouseSystems.com. DoghouseSystems.com for the best gaming computer rigs and best customer service around. Go to DoghouseSystems.com and plug in the code Off the Record, all one word, to get double the memory yours for free. That is a $100 to $150 value at DoghouseSystems.com. And I am your host with the most, Joe the Widget Wilson. Joining me, as always, is Ivarwin the Pew Pew. Pew 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 Pew. Hello, Joe, <laughs> Joe, the Slayer of Lambs, Wilson. Hello, how are y'all? Great. Hello, chat room. Welcome for joining. Uh, welcome for joining us. No, thank you for joining us because I can talk straight. That's welcome what I do. And my third chair, because he is all that sexiness, because he's got a brain for lore, Louis Olan. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Joe. You're Varwin. Hello, chat room. Thanks for joining us today. And we have a special guest host today. He is formerly of Player vs. Rift fame, a fellow co-host of mine. And he is David Deenforce, Crap Audio I ripped Skyrim a new one, Adams. Hey, everybody. Hey, chat room. How you doing? All righty. We have a, another show for you guys today. This is episode 12, which is I had to keep on reminding myself of that before we started because I couldn't believe we were that high up already. And let's get into the meat and potatoes. Potatoes. Fried, boiled, what? Mashed, what? Stick them in a stew. <laughs> Stick them in a stew. Pew. 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 <laughs> All right, so I did my live stream last night for the first time. You did? Yeah, it wasn't Ivarwin. It was me this time. So people would right. have to see the Slayer of Lambs in action. That's right. Slaying. I was slaying. Oh, my gosh. I was slaying. Who was slaying? This guy I was right slaying. over here. Right here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get into that in a second. But first, I got to brag because I got my new computer. And I loaded Skyrim on ultra settings with the new high res texture pack. And it was benchmarked at 65 to 70 frames a second at all times. Oof. Man. Uh, Even while fighting dragons? Even while fighting dragons, everything. The lowest it got was 65 frames a second. Wow. I'm pretending to know what that means, and I'm excited. It means it was super, (laughs) super smooth. Super smooth. I mean, the dragons looked real. It was so... I was so giddy... I think I almost peed myself when I first saw it. Um, I'm using a, a 55, an NVIDIA 55550 Ti that is Ooh. overclocked with uh, two gigabits of uh, GDDR5 RAM. So it's a beast card. I have a six-core processor, 10 gigs of hyperthread gaming RAM. It is a beast. So yeah, it was. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. 
which actually brings me to another point. This is the first show we're recording in stereo and not in yes. mono like we used to do because my new computer can do it now. Yay! So I can yes. do live soundboards and put in all kinds of goofy sounds like this one. Yeah, baby! While we're podcasting. Pew! <laughs> so <laughs> the first thing I did is I went and did a, a live stream test. So a couple people came in the chat room and joined me. And I have proof. Two people saw it. I two-shot a giant. One little swipe, and then I went to a critical a critical kill animation. So I got all, like, full of myself and went and found another, another giant camp and got a mammoth and two giants and took them all on at once. And I beat them. Wow. And I had still had half health. But then Joe, I go across the some... Joe, of lambs and mammoths. Well, here's, the, here's the kicker of this, though. Then I go up against a little old fart, probably 98 years old, throwing a fire spell at me, and I'm dead. <laughs> what the hell? It was a grandmaster going, come here, sonny, come here. No, I'm taking on madness and giants and dragons all at once, and a little old guy comes up to me and throws a fireball at me, I'm toast. Puts his walker away, puts his cane down. Give me a second. Give the me old a man second. from Dungeon Quest. <laughs> That's when you thought I was dead. <laughs> I'll show you the <laughs> snapper. But anyway, on my travels, I found a dragon nest that had the mother load. Not only did it have a frost dragon, which I <laughs> gladly took out, but it had an NPC there in a in a crypt next to the the chest where you normally loot. And his name was, I believe, his name was Cross. I could be mistaken, but um, I killed him, which was not too hard. And he dropped a helm, a light armor helm called Croesus. And it looks oh. sweet. You know this one, you, huh? You found one of the priests. Is that what that Dra was? He's a dragon priest. There's, I think, eight of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yay, I found you a gotta dragon hunt priest. Them, bro. Yeah, and this, the. Congrats on your first dragon priest. Thank you. Thank you. I've only put 200 hours in my first one, but thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The mask is called Croesus, and it has plus 20% to lockpicking, alchemy, and archery. And at the same time, the, the power word that I – the shout that I learned from the wall was all three words for throw voice. And then the chest had a ton of amazing stuff. Must send me location. I must hunt down this mask. <laughs> the location, actually. I do have that for you, believe it or not. It's um, south of the Nightingale Inn, and the – the place is called um, Shearpoint. Hang on, I'm writing this down. <laughs> I'm, <gonna laughs> uh, I'm, I'm it doing it. Name. I'm going to write this down right now. So, yeah, that's what I found there. And then I, I did a live stream. And the first thing I did is I was in the last part of the Thieves Guild quest. So a bit of a spoiler, guys. So if you don't <laughs> want to know this, don't listen further. Well, listen, you know, skip ahead about two minutes. I had to go kill Mercer Frey. You know, the famous Mercer. So I went in there and I one-shot his punk butt with a critical stab right through the gut. Just one-shot him. Like he was nothing. That's how I could find him because he was all over the place. But when I found him, I one-shot him. And that guy is loaded. I found tons of goodies. Weapons and gems and skeleton key, which I am not returning. <laughs> yeah, man, that is yeah. that skeleton key is sick. So yeah, that's not going back. That's that's staying with me. <laughs> what key? What are you talking about? Key? What key? <laughs> I don't have a key. Oh no, key? no, he didn't have it on him. He must have hit it. It might take centuries to find it. No clue. 
You didn't give me no a hand. I, I just kind of killed him. And so um, then I decided to go and do the uh, some empire quests. You know about taking over forts and stuff like that. And that's when things started getting pathetic. I was literally going through just one slashing. I would go through a t- I see like a, a whole pile of storm cloaks. And I just go walk up to them, one slash, and they were all just like falling everywhere, dead, dead, dead. It was the oh most. It was the funniest thing in the world, huh, Varwin? <laughs> I actually, I actually felt bad <laughs> for these guys because they'd be like turning around. They'd be like, "Oh, look, it's a new guy!" <laughs> <laughs> they raise a shield up to block me, and boom, and they just smashed into the ground. Flat yeah. pancake. He was literally like cutting. If there was, if they made the animation to have your shield get cut in half, that's exactly what would be happening to these guys because they'd put up their shield and they'd be hiding behind it. Pretty, you know, you'd think they'd be pretty secure behind that shield where they're hiding behind it. Nah, <laughs> not at all. You'd swing that sword and they'd just fall down dead. It was, it was no, it was disgusting. <laughs> if I was, if, if they had disgusting. animation for embedding the shield into their head, that's what would have happened. I think a couple of them would have definitely have been laying on the ground with a shield in their nose. <laughs> the archers would I'd go up on the tower to take out the archers and they'd just turn around really quick to shoot at me. Before they even got one shot at, I swung my sword and they'd be a smack <laughs> against the wall and just fall over dead. <laughs> oh hey guy, what's going on? Oh! They were falling off the walls. They were flying everywhere. Oh gosh, it was so much fun. Dear Bethesda, Nerf Bat requested. For... Oh oh oh, it's going live. Sorry. <laughs> well, here is the funny thing. I, I got bored of doing those because I was just you know destroying them like they were nothing. And there's this point where you have to do a go and, and get a caravan that was like broken down that has gold from the enemy. And the guy that you talk to is like, well, you have a choice. He says, well, here's the plan. You go in there and you create a distraction and we'll start shooting them. But then you have a chat option like, no, no, I have a better plan. How about you guys stay put? I go over there and kill everybody. <laughs> so I took that better. option. And the first guy to look out, I just walked right up to him. He turns around, huh? <laughs> right through his gut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kills me is that not a single you have the perk for decapitation yeah. and you you must have one shot about 30 literally probably about 30 guys easy in one and setting, not a single yeah. decapitation came out of any of that the first decapitation oh. came from doing a uh, a cave that i got killed when i was a, a, a young whelp um the boss kept kicked my butt so i went back in there for revenge and the guard that was standing outside i just walked up to him like hey dude Shink off with his head, man. Blood, gore <laughs> everywhere. I think Mistress was, ready, was dry heaving in the chat room. <laughs> so oh, when, you have, you. when you have ultra you settings on and you see that, it's pretty realistic. <laughs> and the one time I did, I say decapitation, the head actually flew towards the screen. It was awesome. But Okay, here's the kicker of this whole thing, okay? I was, I was feeling like all epic because nothing was able to stop me. So then I went mm. to, do the, to, to do the Black Star quest which is a um, a danger quest for the Black Star. I went into the dungeon, and I was facing all these casters, and I killed all of them. I one-shot the ca- the boss caster at the end of it, which actually killed my other playthrough, my other character, several times before I killed him. This time, I just walked right up to him, sh- shoved my sword through his gut, and was done with it. But um, So then I went into the star itself to go beat the bad guy, mm-hmm. and he has, three diff- he has three little danger friends that are casters. Um, I think I had, was swearing up a storm like a sailor during that because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I died six times before I got to my thick head thanks to Mistress and people in the chat room that were yelling save, save, save when I first entered the star. 
It was more like begging for you to yeah, save. <laughs> begging me to save. So I got the hand, finally, and I saved inside of it. And then after I killed the first Daedra, after coaxing him towards me, I saved again. Killed the second Daedra. Saved which was again. pretty epic, by the way, Joe. <laughs> which was pretty epic. Because you were, like, crouching behind that that little that, that stone pillar or stalactite because it was like a cave. And, you know, these guys were, you know, hurling fireballs at you. And you were like, you know, oh, yeah, well, come and get me. And... It was it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> One of them finally did, and he got killed quick. I was able to two shot him, but only if I got close. If I didn't get close to him, I was dead. Um, one of them, the second one, I ran. I charged after him, and for some reason, I don't know if he sidestepped out of the way or something, but he wasn't there anymore. So I had to pause really quick, hit potions, and turn around and try to go after him again. But I finally beat it, and got um, I got uh, four dra- four Daedra hearts at the, end of this, at the end of the night. So I got my two hand Daedra sword. My great sword, and I got two more pieces of Daedra armor. So now I have three pieces of my Daedra armor that are legendary quality, which enchants. So I'm even stronger. But now I got. I'm still trying to get enchanting to 100, so I can get dual enchants for frost resist and fire resistance. I gotta oh, have it. Got to so have it. it. Especially because I look at a caster, they look at me. I'm toast. I look at anything else, and they're toast. But me and casters, not good bedfellows at all. So enough about me, Lou. What about your playthrough, man? Well, this week I'm still wrapping up the quest around Whiterun. So I just started my Battle Mage alt. And uh, right now she's undergoing... I'm um, halfway through the quest chain for the Joining the Companions. So I'm liking that. I, like, I always like doing that, uh, that particular quest chain mm-hmm. in Whiterun. And since I'm also going to work on enchanting, I have been harvesting anything and everything I get my hands on. <laughs> so <laughs> my inventory is like way down by... Oh, snowberries. Oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I do that same thing. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> wow, I have more stuff, to like more materials than I actually have weapons and gear on me. If a dragon attacks me, yeah, he's going to get a great snack. Look at this. Hey, more berries. Look at this guy. Snowberry <laughs> is my favorite. Mom. Oh, mushrooms too. I like this. <laughs> and I'm trying to save up enough gold so I can buy the, the house in White Run so I can start dumping all this stuff in there. And then... Following your footsteps, Joe. Uh-oh. I've been working on my sneak as well. That's right. I went back ah. to Riverwood. Yeah, yeah, and I was just robbing. I don't know if you see my red guard, but those are some pretty big footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> trying to say. The guy's seven foot two. Uh-huh. <laughs> Compensating. <laughs> Dave, that's a secret. I told you not yeah, to dissolve the false information. Nice. I'm trying. I'm really trying to hold it together. Come on. It's because I accidentally sent you that picture one day. doesn't mean you have to talk about it. I'll send that to you later, Barwin. You'll, you'll get a kick out of it. It's hilarious. Oh, well, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please, I insist. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, working on my lockpicking and just stealing, robbing people blind. It's going to be another new pastime. Honorable battle mage, but yeah, yeah, don't you go to bed at night. Because <laughs> I'm going to be robbing you blind, too. <laughs> <laughs> gotta find the money save up these mats get these spells yeah I've been going broke doing that as well I mean when I got to the uh, court wizard in white run I just didn't realize how much I was spending because I wasn't watching the my gold count I realized oh crap I'm broke <laughs> oops oh <laughs> yeah yeah so I had to go back out and just start killing things and rob people again <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, do I have to <laughs> Yes, I do. You gotta do <laughs> you your gotta chores, Lou. <laughs> gotta be the habit. Yeah, because I, I, I actually do want to start enchanting my armor. So yeah, 
Yeah, and then there's I found a way. A lot of people have been talk. We're uh, sending in a ways that where you can use alchemy with enchanting to be come uber awesome to the point of unlimited power. So yeah. I don't like talking about it on the show because it is kind of an exploit in a way. So yeah, not something I really like myself. Mm. Yeah, neither do I. But uh, I just want to try it and do it the old-fashioned way. But yeah, that uh-huh. was my playthrough. Yeah, that's nice. my playthrough for the week. Oh, still working on the creator's kit. Um, How's that going for you, actually? Well, my first attempt didn't go so well, and I realized I had to go back and actually rewatch the videos because I, I really am rusty. <laughs> it just drove home the point. You say, "Oh God, this doesn't work." Yeah. So I'm gonna try again later on this week, probably tomorrow. What's, and, um, uh, what's your what's your overall idea right now for for what you're trying to build? Well, what I wanted to do was at least. We'll try to get the basics now, but uh, just do a quick little quest chain um, involving going back to one of those caves. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, probably I had some idea about linking it to maybe a, an overall quest for maybe find another type of Elder Scroll, something like an Elder Scroll. You know, you get a starter map mm-hmm. of some dead NPC that starts you off in a quest chain to find a, a, an Elder Scroll itself. Hmm. So that that's my that's my overall you know that's my big idea right now and then just trying to work out the details like flush it out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that works. Hey, uh, Mr. Guest Host, what about you, man? Oh man, it's been about a week since the last time I played. But the last time I played, I spent about five hours trying to get that glitch to work. <laughs> so I'm not even going to go into that. But the point is, is that it. it I got so mad at it, I was like, forget it, I'm not even going to deal with this, I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way, which works, by the way. But, um, last time I played, I kind of finished off my, um, enchanting and my alchemy. So, once I got that done, I was like, ah, I'm so fed up with this, I gotta put it down. But, it, it, was, it was so worth it, because, like, most dragons, you know, have, they either breathe fire or breathe ice. So mm-hmm. I, my character, I he's decked out. He has a hundred percent. Unless you, unless you come across an elder dragon, resistance. they just breathe awesome. Yeah, that, well, <clears throat> it ends up that I got myself to such a high resistance that dragons won't even breathe at me anymore. <laughs> they literally just fly around looking at me, and they'll eventually land and try to snap at me with their mouths because they don't even want to breathe at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten so depressing that I'm just sitting there shooting arrows up at them hoping that I maybe hit them and knock one down or make it mad enough to come smack at me. God, we're like, we're such children. You can't even say arrows anymore right now in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I do with my character, by the way. Um, My character is a conjuration mage. And I'm like conjuration and sneak. Like I put all my points into being sneaky and using my conjured bow to attack things. And I, I love the pew pew. I do. That makes that game uh, worth it for me. How, <laughs> how is the the conjuration tree? Because I haven't even I haven't even looked at it yet. I've been I've been too oh, involved in, in other stuff. Well, first off, infinite arrows. So hmm. that that's that's one perk. But that. That conjured bow is better than anything I've come across. 
I just really? I may be an idiot, but yeah, that that bow is just crazy. It just I've yet to come across a better bow in all of my playing. Have you tried smithing a Daedra bow? Around for. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. My fault. No, uh, no, go ahead, Joe. I asked him if he had tried making it or doing smithing to do a Daedra bow. Oh, that's another thing. I I messed up on my smithing. I went around to the left instead of the right, so I went <laughs> to uh, uh, dragon armor instead of the Daedra armor, and I'm too lazy to go get the points to go back around up to Daedra armor. So I did the. Uh, I summoned my Daedra armor instead of making it. Um, under Whitehold, the not is that it? The 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 college under the college. There's this big. Uh, Daedra monument kind of plateau thing that has a little box in front of it and depending on what you put in it you can summon different uh, Daedras or items Okay. and it took, a, it took a lot of work to figure out what page on the Wikipedia that it was on and get everything necessary to actually put in the box but it, it was pretty neat being able to summon your own stuff huh so it, now, is it where you you just you have to use that box in order to summon that, and you can constantly you know use the box in order to get that stuff? Well, the, and then the thing's always down there. It just okay. it takes crazy ingredients like Daedra hearts and ebony armor and yeah. Me and Daedra hearts don't get along too well, <laughs> <laughs> along with all the stores in Skyrim. <laughs> exactly. Damn you, shopkeeper! Um, Stock up on those hearts. Dave, the the stuff that you summoned off this this box, like, do you do you keep it? Is it is it in your inventory indefinitely, or does it eventually like unsummon itself and you got to go back? Um, depending on what you summon, it does different things. I believe. Let me find the the thing on the Wikipedia, and then I'll get right back yeah. to you. Uh, right. You may want to catch me later. I'll I'll look. Yeah, it up yeah, no problem. Yeah. Let me know later. I mean, obviously, this is this is something I didn't even know was in the game. So, like, I'm I'm trying to like, you know. Why well, I, I accidentally stumbled upon and it. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. right under the the college. You actually have to go down there for a quest chain later on. But you, I came oh, across it accidentally. Uh, I believe so. And yeah. there's this book with a, a set of ingredients, and it you just put all the ingredients in the box. It tells you how to do it. it has a little book and everything. And I accidentally summoned a Daedra, which came out and kicked my butt. <laughs> and, and I was curious. I was like, what's this all about? And then I played with it. But He's like, my box. <laughs> <laughs> my box, not yours. Awesome, Ivaro, what about you, man? Oh, you are now speaking to the leader of the Dark Brotherhood, Joe. So what do you think of that, man? What do you think of that quest chain? Oh, God, it was, it was amazing. It was such a great quest line. First of all, <clears throat> I hate Cicero. I hate him. <laughs> he the club. Ridiculous. Liz, is, Liz, Liz in the chat room is tossing me a Scooby snack, and, and I like it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so when I – spoilers, guys, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. You know, fast forward if you, wanna, if you don't want to hear this. Um, pew, pew. <laughs> all right, now that we're well buffed. <laughs> Um, got I finally got a quest to go out there and kill the little jerk, and uh, I was beside myself with glee. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to finally put it." <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling you guys last week, like this entire Dark Brotherhood thing, like you know, it, 
when I have when I get a contract, like I kind of feel bad, you know, I gotta I gotta kill these people to get through this whole thing. But I didn't feel bad at all getting him. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you annoying you little pain in the arse. Oh, this one's yeah. on me, folks. Okay, so I went to that sanctuary in Dawnstar. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but last week we had an email about what our favorite quest was, and I mentioned one of the quests in the Dark Brotherhood where we have to kill that lady of state. Oh man. Do you mm. do you see what I'm talking about now, Ivarwin? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Did you do the statue or did you do it something? I did. Oh, you did? Oh no, no. I did this. I couldn't pass up the opportunity. <laughs> nice. Couldn't pass up the opportunity. I found it too. Like I was I was, you know, walking around the top of the uh the wall there and I saw it and I was like, Oh, this is the Joe this is this is the Joe the statue was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is the statue that Joe was talking about. <laughs> I can, oh, I can I just picture this. it, you know, just hearing that, hearing the stone creak over the edge and just fall here. Seeing the environment over there laughing. Wait, there's a special way you can kill her? Yes, there's multiple different ways Dude, you can kill every target. I pissed off that town so long. They were mad at me for like days in game. I couldn't get far enough away from that town. They were still <laughs> running after me. I went in there, guns a blazing. You know, tapped her with my magical pew pew bow, and huh. everybody got mad. Like it's so wrong to shoot somebody in the head. Well, we we talked about this. Daylight. Come on, people. We talked about this in the previous episode. But there's a statue on a ledge above where she goes up and talks. You can actually go up into the room and be behind that statue. And as soon as she starts to talk, it gives you the option to push it. It was awesome too, because I was walking right past it as she was speaking, and I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, how am I going to do this? And then I saw. The little, the little, you know, notification that that you know pops up when you can interact with something, and it said loose statue. I was like, oh, <laughs> nudge. <laughs> Oops, did I do that? And, that? and the best part about doing it that way is no one sees you. That's no. awesome. So you just walk I gotta, right. I got to redo that quest line now. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So I went after Cicero, and you know, as per the the quest, you know, you follow the trail of blood finally got to him and he's like oh you know you, you don't have to kill me but you know i can't fight you anyway because i just got stabbed so i was like no dude yeah, you're going. yeah i do have to. <laughs> i don't have to but i do <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> i don't want to risk you coming back up in this game and hating my life for it <laughs> so he was done i ended him and uh got shadowmere obviously because i completed the quest line which is an awesome horse love him to death nice and now that I am the leader of the Dark Brotherhood, now it's time to start. As you, as you guys know, I've, I've spoken before. I'm, I'm role playing this character. He is, he is eventually. He was, he was a bad seed, and now he's going to become a hero. Now it's, it's time to move him toward that. After I finished the quest line, I happened to walk outside of the sanctuary, and it just happened to be at a moment when the town was getting attacked by a frost dragon. So I said, gee, wouldn't it be, this is kind of like a perfect transition. Because I know, Joe, you and I spoke and, and we said, you know, he's, he wants to, you know, eventually he's going to side with the Imperials in order to, do, you know, gain some monetary and political clout in Skyrim and then gets involved in the Civil War and kind of, you know, gets his feelings changed. Um, it seemed like such an abrupt thing even for that. So, you know, it seemed to me like, well, maybe, maybe I can use this this dragon attack to to my RP advantage. So I come walking out of out of the the sanctuary and I see this going on. I quick throw up my fraps 
and uh, started recording. And and there there goes my there goes my Kajidi. He he jumps on top of Shadowmere and you know feeling the first time feeling sorry for for innocent life. He goes charging after this dragon and and finally destroys him. And uh, <clears throat> I put the I put the video up on my YouTube channel, so you can go check it out. And it's called "The Day I Became a Hero." So it's kind of like my my first steps towards becoming becoming a hero of of Skyrim. <laughs> nice. So, so you guys, you got fun. a lot done, man. Getting through the Dark Brotherhood and all that—that's not exactly easy to get through. No, when I when I started off my week, I was probably about three quests into the Dark Brotherhood thing, mm-hmm. and then I, I ended up finishing the entire thing. It was it was probably about I'd say a solid nine hours of gameplay. Yeah, you were tearing through it. Are you are you going to go do the Civil War now? Yes, yes, I am. I am going to do the Civil War, but I'm wondering. If I should start hunting the Daedric weapons, that might be a good idea. See, here's yeah. the thing, though. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. I see. I'm trying to get him to be a bad guy turning good, but if I hunt those Daedric weapons, now I have to do pretty terrible things to get those. Well, not for Dawnbreaker. No, not for Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker no. is good. And you know, the, honestly, the the dagger, what they call it, sliver, is not mm-hmm. bad at all either. Oh, the razor. Razor. Thank you, razor. The razor you can do bad though. You can. You have that option. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I look at it this way, think of it as part of your struggle to become a, a good character again. You have to do some horrible things, but you're trying to reform. It's part of your struggle. I was thinking about that. You know, I was thinking about hunting. You know, having a task where you got to hunt down all the Daedric weapons and, and doing terrible things to get them, but in the end, destroying all of them. Or so least... have y'all have y'all got all the Daedric weapons yet? I have gotten just about every single weapon right now. Um, I'm working on the other stuff like the ring for. I have the the, the cannibals ring. Yeah. Which still is it, it cracks me up that I have to feed on corpses. Um, <laughs> and I have the star now. I'm, I'm kind of like doing this side quest right now to get all of the Daedras done. Have, have you got playthrough. the uh, the armor? The ebony armor. I haven't gotten that because I use heavy armor. Oh, man, it is it is. Worth I'm gonna it. put it in my my collection of dummies in the Dovahkiin hideout. Which if you've never gotten that mod, you gotta go get that mod. Yeah, that's an awesome mod. It adds a giant <laughs> basement <laughs> underneath your houses <laughs> or Dovahkiin retreat. No, that's the, the the new house. No, the hideout. Yeah. All right, guys, we're yeah. gonna go ahead and move on to our Tamriel times. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Jarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times, your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in Tamriel Times, your official and community news. Oh, look at that. New patch. Oh, yeah. What do we got, Varwin? New beta patch. It's a beta patch 1.4. Point two six is available on Steam. Bethesda released another PC-only patch to target some minor bugs affecting the PC market. So here's some of the highlights. Uh, they fixed an issue with downloading mods. When you subscribe to more than 50, apparently, it wasn't allowing you to put in any more in your game, so they finally got that fixed. So if you're having trouble with that, uh, try out the new beta patch, and it should fix it for you. Also, they fixed a crash when loading a 
subscribed mod that has been removed from the work by the workshop, removed from the workshop by the author, excuse me, and also fixed several issues with remapping buttons when using an Xbox 360 controller. Now that's when you're using the controller on your PC. So if you've been having those issues, okay, download the, uh, the new beta patch. All right. However, Bethesda does caution you. So if you decide to get it, if opt into the Bethesda beta, uh, they have this advice to give. And I quote, if you opt into the beta, be sure to back up your save games or simply be careful not to overwrite your existing saves. If you decide to opt out of the beta program, your old saves will still work with the current release of Skyrim, which is version 1.4. Why is that? I think they're just trying to do a little, a little CYA, you know, a little, a little, little cover your, cover your booty. Yeah, <clears throat> I can see that. Because you know they 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 throw these things into these fixes into their into their beta patch, but they're not you know a hundred percent sure that it's it's stable and that it's gonna it's gonna work. And we have a Skyrim interactive map by Prima available on iTunes. This sounds interesting. What's this about? Yeah, yep, uh, that's right. Yeah, available uh, on iTunes by Prima. You can now own your very own interactive map on your iPad or your iPhone, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Free to download, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you can purchase additional information with the app. Main features include official world map of Skyrim and all nine hold capital cities for free. Over 160 interior maps, 350 primary locations, 200 secondary locations, and yes, over 1,000 points of interest can be unlocked. But you got to use the in-app purchases in order to do it. Uh, well, it's, there's always that catch, you know? Yeah. yeah, there's always. I don't know how much it is. I didn't. I didn't get it. it looked pretty interesting. It looked cool too. It's. I saw some of the screenshots. Uh, toggle points of interest, on or off, and zoom in on the map as far as three thousand two hundred percent. Oh no, geez. that's not a typo. <laughs> wow. What am I looking? Actually, looking at it. <laughs> Here's that one tree. Wow. <laughs> wow. There's that rock. <laughs> there it is, right there. Worms yeah, in Skyrim. Sure. They exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, add your own custom points of interest by dropping a pin anywhere yes anywhere on the map fully integrated search function so if you can't find that, that vampire den you can search for it <laughs> <laughs> screenshots of all nine hold capital cities as well as primary and secondary locations and you can easily keep track of what you've discovered along the way which is probably the most useful portion of this map that and being able to zoom in on you know worm butts <laughs> crawling in the ground scrolling in 3200% <laughs> at 15 pixels <laughs> this guy's I'm got playing... a diaper rash am i playing doom what is this <laughs> Dude, so they've great game they finished the skyrim creation kit tutorials they did, they did. If the creation kit's your thing, guys, and you've done the same head scratching as you know all of us here have done, uh, they oh. <laughs> to create that exciting new mod. <laughs> Fret not, the entire series, entire series of Skyrim creation kit tutorials. Yes, all eleven exciting episodes are now available for you at Bethesda's YouTube channel or at BethBlog.com. So you now may go forth and spread the creative geekery like an expertly tweeted mem photo of your cat sleeping on the vacuum. Nice. We are challenging our listeners because we don't have time to do this. We want a Skyrim off the record mod or two or three. I want to be a freaking companion, a follower. <laughs> but see, I thought about this the other day. We have a mod that has me, Ivarwin, and Lou in the game as as you know 
choosable companions. Me, I would be this giant red guard that literally one shots everything. Decapitation can't speak decapitating everything that can't speak proper English. <laughs> then if you choose a far one, you have a little sneaky sneaky that's sitting there cutting everybody's throats. <laughs> and shedding all over the place. Um now here's here's the kicker though. If you pick Lou, he's the kind of guy that goes in there and starts throwing his bow out, then he changes his mind, starts casting spells, then he changes his mind again and pulls out a two hand sword. <laughs> and he changes his mind again. <laughs> he's the he's the alternating pew pew. Exactly. <laughs> he's the all in one. <laughs> oh my god. I'm getting I'm getting hell for the Alvira comments from last night's live stream. <laughs> Liz is saying uh Liz in the chat room is saying make Elvira armor. Uh no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would love that. I know you would. <laughs> I would instantly make a Nord female with black hair and get that Elvira armor. <laughs> Joe would slap that on his favorite bard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? And I also thought about another mod that would be awesome, um, a brothel, with a whole bunch of, like, tavern female Nords and female different races that you can marry. Mm. All meritable, you know? So you go in there, take your choice, you know, pay a little fee. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we feel like this show might be a little too (laughs) testosterone-fueled. I'm sorry. No, they all got to be female. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We should take a page out yeah, of, and uh, have a, out of bio another one that has all males, you know, for mistress. You call it mistress's house of, of yay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <I like this. laughs> house of yay. House of yay. You know, with those Irish and Scottish accents and those you know really sexy, deeply accents that you're so into. Wants a Remy McSwain accent from the Big Easy. Well, come on, share. <laughs> All right, that's what she wants. We're going to go ahead and move on to the Bannered Mare before I get too far into this. Probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to the Bannered Mare. What can I get you? And welcome to the Bannered Mare, where our roundtable discussion is. And we have a two-part question. The first part was actually sent in by a listener, by David Harper. He emailed us this question, and he says, Hey guys, I was wondering what your favorite shouts are and why. And do you ever use them in an attempt to make the game more interesting? I think that's why they are there, honestly. I mean, I could be mistaken. Um, What about you guys? When do you guys go first? Which favorite shout? Not all at once. (laughs) <laughs> I like Dave. Let's go go for it, Dave. Let's let's hear what you got to say about this. Yeah, I'm I'm such a loser, dude. I only ever used the one. The only one that I've ever needed was Aura Whisper. Just because it makes everything glow red. And whenever I get bored, I just go out in the middle of nowhere, use Aura Whisper and start hunting elk. Alright. And just like run after I, them. I'm actually them shocked. Get away. I'm shocked, Dave, because when I played my sniper guy that all I did was bow. My favorite one in the world was slow time at three levels. Yeah. Because you go Matrix style. When you have it all three <laughs> shouts, you are three times faster than everything else. They're crawling, and when you're shooting these bows, the, your arrows, they're like slowly flying at your target. So you have like a stream of arrows. And as soon as the, 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 the shout stops, 
alt arrows peg every target all at once. You can kill anything with it. Yeah, that video you made is is pretty awesome. I gotta release that one of these days on YouTube, but... Yeah, I mean, I was doing it with dragons, just hitting that slow time, that slow shout, and mm -hmm. just sending arrow after arrow after arrow to these dragons, and as soon as that time ended, that dragon was dead. He got riddled. Loved it. Ugh, but the bow is so, it's so awesome. Pew! <laughs> it, 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 Joe, it, it just pictured Joe playing the Matrix soundtrack in his head while he's doing it. Like, oh yeah! Oh he, yeah! Who eat this, Trinity. <laughs> Trinity is kind of ugly. <laughs> but anyway, well, I don't think they were looking for a <clears throat> Pamela Anderson type for that role. No, I, I don't think so either. So that was mine, you know, for that. But seriously, when I'm playing my my big guy right now, the best shout I have so far is Force Push. Fusra Doe, or whatever you want to call it, the first one you get of all three. Where you push everything back. Yeah, Force Push. I, mm -hmm. I, I, it, it works well for me when I'm doing my two-hand. I'm trying to see if there's any kind of other stun I could use that would work better, but for right now, with the shouts I have, that one seems to be the best. And I got the all three of the um, one for, you know, Throw Voice. Which I can see that to be awesome for a sneaky, sneaky character. For a thief or an assassin. I have yet to find that. Well, go to that place I just told you. It has all three voice shouts for it. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and while on the way, I'll just detour back to the vampire cave once more. <laughs> just oh, that place how they're out. doing. <laughs> Dude, I like using force push to throw things off of walls and ledges and mountains and... And watch him bounce off of walls. It's great. Come on, you two. Hello, Yvarwin, Lou. Come on, jump in. Uh, I gotta, unfortunately, <clears throat> I have to agree with Joe. You know, I, I've unlocked, you know, quite a few of these over the different, you know, many different playthroughs that I've, I've had since the beginning of November. But I have to say the, the one that I use the most and, and the one that I enjoy the most is, is Fusro Da. I, I love, I love Force Balance Push. It's it's hysterical. <laughs> you know, you pop that thing off at the right moment and you you launch NPCs off ledges and it's it's hysterical. Kind of look right. like uh, you know, Mace Windu after fighting the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, I also find it a good way to set up uh or to, you know, finish off a fight. It's a good setup. Since it puts them down, I love you know, it puts them at a disadvantage. That shout follow up on it, it stuns dragons. Every time I use that, that uh, force push shout, it stuns the dragons. I can easily kill them. Except for elder dragons. When I find an elder dragon, I scream like a little girl and run the opposite direction. But that's beside the point. <laughs> no, not Joel, the slayer of lambs, screaming like a girl and running in the other direction. Slayer of dragons and elephants galore. Oh, there's so many shouts that I have yet to even experience in the game. I'm not looking them up because I don't want to spoil it for myself. So I, I'm just getting them as I find them. So there's still shouts out there that I don't know. I, the, the animal one where you get all the little animal, animal buddies to come help you cracks me up. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it's hunting terrible. a lot easier. Seeing too. Rabbis come out and start he beating on a dragon, nothing better. God, is, 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 is Fusro Da like all of our favorites here? <laughs> well, I got that. Plus, I also use uh, my very first playthrough. On my main Nord, when I got disarmed, mm -hmm. I was facing some Draugr Overlord, and he used the disarm one on me. I actually paused the game because I was pissed. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> he 
he just disarmed me. Oh, so that, that one's that, a fun one. I, yeah, I made it my life's mission to find those. That shout. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm using it on every. You know, honestly, though, <laughs> because slow time isn't useful for my current play character, all, all in all, slow time has been my favorite one so far. When I was doing it with my bow, it was, it was just too much fun. I literally felt like I was playing Matrix. It was so much fun. <laughs> uh, the second part of our, our Banner Mare discussion today is what are our favorite perks in the constellations and why? We got a lot of, of requests for this in the forums, so I thought we would bring this up and take a look at them. I have a couple. Uh, when it comes to archery, I have to have eagle eye. I love the ability to zoom in. And when you combine that with something like um, quick shot and where it slows them down as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A steady hand. When you combine okay. uh, eagle eye, steady hand, and quick shot, <clears throat> and then you have slow time shot, you're, on, you're an unstoppable archer. Completely unstoppable. And, of course, you know, got to max out overdraw so you have 100%. More damage, but you gotta get like up to eighty point or level eighty in both before you can get that maxed out. Wow, it takes that long. Yeah, I'm really into the heavy armor tree right now. I'm loving Juggernaut, which increases your um, your increases your armor rating for heavy armor by twenty percent per point, up to a hundred percent. Fist of Steel, useless. Um, I have well fitted right now because it gives me a twenty five percent boost to all my armor bonus if I'm wearing all yes. heavy armor. Yeah, I love that perk. That's smexy. Very smexy. And yeah. then I have um, conditioning. I put a point into it, but I realized that was kind of stupid of me because I have the stone buff that does the exact same thing. So I kind of wasted a point. Oh, yeah. You were telling me that last night. Well, I might go back and get a different stone, like the one that increases all of your, your, um, your experience gained by like 10% for every, every skill. Mm -hmm. I forgot which one that was, but I'll go back and find that. Loverstone, Loverstone. I'm going to go probably get Loverstone on and, and do that instead. But I love my two-handed perks. Love it. Sweep is awesome. It's like one of the few AoEs in the game, which is area of effect, which means you kill multiple or hurt multiple targets at once. It's basically every time you do a side-swiping attack, it hits multiple targets, up to three, I believe. All, all targets. Yeah, I've been looking to unlock that one myself. Um, <laughs> devastating blow. Nothing wrong with devastating blow. Your attacks, That's Joe. Out of huh? out of this whole out of this long list here, I mean, which which one's your favorite? Devastating blow, because that's the decapitation one. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> you get twenty five percent bonus damage while standing, plus a chance to decapitate. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Come on now, duh. I get duh. to take their heads off. Exactly. Oh Jesus! And if well, it depends on what I'm doing. Honestly, if I'm doing archery, I gotta have um, rager. I gotta have eagle eye. Eagle eye has to be my favorite because I feel like a sniper with it. And when I'm picking off, like, like I see these little tiny little figures on a bridge, and I hit them with a one arrow shot, like, you know, two miles away, and they just like shake and then fall off the bridge. Love it. Well, uh, since I'm <clears throat> still heavy in the sneak tree right now. Um, my favorite perk is is going to be backstab, for sure. Backstab. And the um, yeah, 
the no, I'm sorry. The the one that uh, that gives you the the 15 percent or the um, the 15 times damage off of your your one handed one handed weapon. The um, for the daggers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was backstab, but it's not. Which one for the? I think s- that's assassin's blade. Sneak that's what it is. Assassin's blade. Yeah, and the sneak tree. It's assassin's blade. It uh, sneak attacks with daggers do uh, 15 times damage. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. I love that one. Because it, it takes it takes your weapon, this little, you know, <laughs> garbage DPS uh, weapon in the game, and it makes it like you know ridiculously powerful. Yeah. So you you end up one shotting like a, a you know a ton of ton of enemies, and then you start putting those enchants on on some of those weapons. Ah man, you know it's 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 ridiculous. So I'd have to say like, all in all, that's that's my favorite. I, I enjoy it the most. And the uh, the weapon that I use now, the dagger I use now, has the uh, soul stealing enchant on it. So when I do it, I get this really cool, you know, thunder and lightning effect of you know the soul getting absorbed into a uh, <laughs> into a soul gem. <laughs> that's 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 pretty awesome to see. That I love that. Yeah, it's 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 you know, unfortunately, it's extremely satisfying, especially when you kill like a whole group of enemies and you're going and you're doing this. As all these souls are being pulled off everybody around you. Oh, it's hysterical. That's how that's how I I played right through the the um, the uh, the dungeon where I had to go get Cicero. the The dungeon is filled with you know a whole bunch of you know ghosts in there, and you know they're, they're they can be pretty tough. They're pretty tough for you know the level I was I was at. So just backstabbed every one of them and <laughs> never caught, <laughs> yeah. never found. Now, mind you, I had you know. 99 uh sneak skill at that point and i got 100 in that in that area because their their detection level is so high nice but it was yeah it was it was a lot of fun getting that <laughs> getting backstabbing <laughs> all of them <laughs> a lot of fun what about you dave oh me well as, as i said before you know i'm a i use a bow i, I enjoy my bow on my character so i mm. dual cast my my conjured bow so that it lasts twice as long I uh, make sure I can silence it. I, I silence cast it, of course, or else I'm right behind somebody, of course, when it disappears and I have to summon it again and somebody turns around, oh, look, that guy just summoned his bow right behind me. I guess he's going to shoot me with it. So he always tries to kill me. So I had to get the silence casting on that. But um, I, I love having soul steal because since it's a bound weapon, Anything I kill is going to have that same effect where it pulls their soul into a soul gem for me to enchant something later. Which, by the way, dual enchanting is where it's at. Got to get that. Dual enchant? Yeah. That, I, I was looking at some of those, uh, those enchanting uh, perks in the tree. And once you start getting to the top of that, I mean, you, you take oh, some pretty sick. powerful weapons and you just you make them read godly. Just godly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Lou, what about you, man? Well, for my main, I was since I was going to make her a, a dual wielder to begin with, I went with dual flurry and dual savagery, just because. <laughs> <laughs> with the two swords and, you know, one sword knight of hand, so I, I definitely went that route. But then also with the uh, the thief tree, you know, I, I went for the muffled, obviously. Got to do it. <laughs> got to do it. Went with that. And then um, right now my battle mage, all since she's only, you know, not even level eight yet, but what I've been dumping stuff into is mostly uh, 
you know, just building on my destruction tree. <clears throat> Excuse me. For now. And uh, light boost, though, and also put points in the light armor. And the rest of the points, I think I'm going to probably skew towards enchanting. Not sure, though, but... Uh, do it. Can you, do enchanting. <laughs> do it. Do that it. Muffled, that muffled perk is just... It's such a game changer. Yeah, I can't wait to use that. So... Yeah. It was my favorite right now that I've been using. All righty. I guess with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to our break, and we'll be right back. in the crafting table our mods and other game enhancements we have another mod for you guys today Ivarwin why don't you tell us about it sure here we are the crafting table and what do I have for you war zones guys war zones civil unrest by my good eye all one word <laughs> <laughs> yes this mod can be found on skyrimnexus.com and it fills your skyrim adventure with over a thousand thousand combat engaged humanoid npcs ready to duke it out in 21 war zone war torn areas in skyrim this mod includes huge battles spanning massive areas unique spawn points making each battle unique onto its own and the factions you wanted to see duke it out including stormcloaks imperials mages draugr skeletons bandits and forsworn although they're they're all in there and they're duking it oh out oh my oh my oh my oh <laughs> my yeah. Lions, bandits, and forsworn? Oh my. Oh my. Only available by the author through SkyrimNexus.com. So it is a SkyrimNexus.com only mod. Okay. Nice. And be sure to search for Warzone Civil Unrest or view the hot files section at the top of the homepage. Check out the very informative home screen for the mod, which will answer any and all of your questions pertaining to version one of the download. So basically, just these massive battles. I can go in there with my. Red Garden, just in the battle myself. I'll be the third army. What? Yeah, what it does is it, it, it creates these new spawn points. Mm. And, you know, all these all these guys basically just, just fill up the area. And you're, like, right in the middle. So you could be walking around and, you know, you'll see, like, a ton of these these mobs just charging at each other and, and 
kicking each other's butts and you're right in the middle of it. <laughs> Are we talking like Braveheart type scene? When That's just... exactly what I was going to say. It's like <laughs> okay. you're walking around and then Braveheart decides to charge at the at the English and, and you're like, uh, <laughs> hold on, guys. <laughs> Let me get behind this rock. <laughs> That's basically what it a, is. Looking for a dragon word? You guys seen it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a nice, quick and easy crafting table. We're going to go ahead and move yeah. on to our Elder Scroll. fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. Here we are in the Elder Scroll lore with Lou. I almost messed that one up, but I didn't. Lou? <laughs> Lou with lore. <laughs> Lou with lore. You know, that actually kind of works, though. Our Lou Master. <laughs> yes. Say that three times. Lore Master Lou. Well, you could either easily, but anyway, Lou, what do you got? Well, on the forums last week, someone had asked if I could just take a look at and do a brief little rundown on the Thalmor. And I did. So this week we're talking about the Thalmor. I dug up what I could. Um, surprisingly enough, there's not a lot out there describing them. But what I have, I'll present to you with today. And I, you know, people call them the Thalmor. You know, L's the chip on their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more than that, but you know. Yeah. Yes. Uh, big thing to remember: um, Thalmor just it doesn't denote another race of the elves. Uh, they are Altmer, which are the high elves of Tamriel or Nern. All right, so they're not a separate faction. What they do represent is that they are the governmental arm of the Elven Empire, the Second Eldmeri Dominion, as they're called. And their one purpose is that they want to unite all the provinces of Tamriel under one central government. And we can all guess who that's going to be, right? Yes, oh, yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> and as you've noticed uh, within the game itself, that the Thalmor seem, you know, they are slowly but surely uh, infiltrating themselves or insinuating themselves into the key places of power throughout the world. For example, what now they have their own little, I guess, how can I say, embassy in Skyrim. All right, mm -hmm. so that's a start. So now you can tell that uh, you know Skyrim's one of their targets, and there's their starting point right there. So, so this is out. like the the secret shadowy government inside Skyrim. Well, know, like they'd putting, like to be. Yes, they're, they're putting they're secret symbols on the back of septums and uh, elf Illuminati. Yeah, yes. like got <laughs> <laughs> robes and all hooded cloaks. And again, playing with the game, we all know the, the Thalmor, they want to eradicate all the worship of Talos, the Empire. And the big reason why is that, you know, they, they are still, I guess they hold a big grudge, and they're holding a grudge over the fact that Tiber Septim and his armies had to, pretty much defeated the first Albanera Dominion in Valenwood during the Second Era. All right, and that ties into when Tiber Septim becomes Emperor, he actually, that starts the Third Era. So there might be some confusion when you actually read the timeline or when you read up on the Elder Scrolls wiki and how that works with the eras. So that, that happens. That, that kicks off the third era. All right. And again, what I found with Thalmor, all right, it's a carryover from the first government when the Altmer and the Bosmer first unified 
to create the one overall kingdom. With the Otmer, the High Elves being on the Somerset Isles, and then the Bosmer who were dwelling in Valenwood. The the Valenwood and the Bosmer are also types of elves too, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, the Bosmer are different. You know, they're elves, different type of elves, and the Otmer, uh, you know, are the ones we see today or the ones we see now. So the Thalamor not doesn't necessarily originally refer to a race of elves. The Thalmor kind of refers to a <clears throat> almost like a, a, a culture or a, a government of, of elves that represent the the Altmer, Th- uh, Bossomer, and Valenwood. Right, or more like it's a branch of the government, All right, like, kind of like Congress, or like, you know, executive branch, so to speak. That's that's their arm for actually ruling, for administrating uh, for administrating the empire itself, their dominion itself. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought they were like just a, a race of. That's what I thought too. That they were a distinct yeah. or separate offshoot of, of elves, but they're not. They're actually that's, they're an organization, yeah, uh, run by the high elves to help. Kind of like the difference empire. between the Imperials and the Stormcloaks, right? Hmm. And also, as we see, to play through the game, they the Thalmor they don't like the other races, the snobs, the elitists. And one thing I did like when I saw the description of them is it, perfect. It's from the site itself, like the Elven supremacists. You know, kind of like how the Nords. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of themselves as, as the most superior people in Skyrim or in Tamriel. Right. Well, now you got the other side of the coin. Yeah, here you are. The Altmer. That's their thing. I love how, how every faction <laughs> in Skyrim <laughs> thinks they're they are the the far superior and, and they they are uh they they should inherit the land of Skyrim. <laughs> right. And only them. <laughs> them and only them. All of you will bow to us. Yeah, exactly. And they all they're get all like them by dragons. Until Joe comes around with Red Guard saying, What? What? Who wants to fight? <laughs> now what? <laughs> Who wants an army of me? <laughs> I'll have your problems. <laughs> Alright, and a big thing with the, the Thalmor, as we know, the White Gold Concordat. That was a peace treaty that was signed between the Empire and the Elmeri Dominion, the end of the War of the Fourth Era. Alright, and this was sets us up into Elder Scrolls Skyrim, because now, as you see, the Thalmor are allowed to move freely within the borders of the Empire itself, and that includes Skyrim. Which is why now they established their embassy in Skyrim, and that again that leads into what exactly Elithar are doing. Well, we know they want to take over, and they're slowly but surely insinuating their presence into the provinces. And by sheer fact, the Empire signed this treaty. I'm thinking that would be a nice you know, lead or tie-in to the fact that well, what's the Empire doing? You know, right. if they think they're having problems with the Nords now in Skyrim rebelling. Well, now you have another faction of them subverting their trying to subvert their government as well. Right, now you have an outside, another outside source trying to wrest control from the Empire. Wow, these guys are really devious. They're yes, using, they are. They're, they're using the, the, the government to subvert themselves inside of it and then with, with the intention of once they finally become, you know, uh, they have a, a, a recognized presence within the government then they're going to use that to push their own <clears throat> agenda, kind of like implode that government from the inside out. Right. Think about it. When you look at Skyrim, how the Nords, how the Jarls come to power, mm-hmm. you know, think of it. If you really do it, there's no real, what? What do they do? They just elect a leader? Who's to say the Thalmor won't insinuate Nords, put them in positions of power that would favor them, you know? Yeah. So that's how I totally see how this would work where... You know, not only do the does the empire have to worry about you know, just rebels themselves, but now you have the elves 
we're going to want to seek to extend their control over, I guess, the non-elven races, most particularly the Empire itself. Wow. I instantly, like the, I, I instantly like these guys a lot less than I did five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Even more so? Much more so. White hot burning sun, I hate them so much. now. <laughs> if everyone's going to start the uh, Kill Thalmor campaign. I really am going to purge Skyrim of all of Thalmor now. <laughs> I do not like what they're doing at all. <laughs> That's going to be Joe's other mission in life. Now I'm a slayer of lambs, slayer of matrons, slayer of Thalmor. I'll just go ransack their embassy and kill them all. It sounds like a worthy investment of your time. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to do it, too. <laughs> just watch. Live stream, watch me. <laughs> this is it, folks. This is it. Taking them out one by one. Yeah, and, and that's what like I got. These guys. Wow. Yeah. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> Well, there you go, people. The Thalmor. Why we hate them. All right, let's move on to our next segment, the Town Square. Hear that? Something's going on in the Town Square. And welcome to the Town Square. Your emails and iTunes shoutouts. And our producer's email of the week is the reason... Why we have been saying pew pew all episode. Pew pew pew. This email comes from Christine S. And says, If you've talked about this model writing the show, then a thousand apologies. But it came to my attention yesterday, and watching the video on YouTube made me want to laugh forever. Instead of a regular <laughs> bow snap sound, you hear what that you hear when shooting arrows. Your character goes pew pew. pew. Yes. I'm a I'm a lonely a lowly console player, so I can't use it myself, but hope you find it as hilarious as I did. And I gotta say, I saw this email last night and I died laughing. Oh, I was in tears. And then um Ivarwin showed me another video on YouTube with this about, you know, sorry Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and it was like a whole bunch of people going pew 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 pew. Uh Hysterical. Yeah, I'm putting it in the outtakes, but so you guys can hear what the tears of laughter that were going on, and um, <laughs> I highly recommend this mod. <laughs> it's called uh, it's called Pew Pew. So uh, go get it and watch the YouTube videos, and you will see why Pew Pew is the war of the day. I think it's I think it's actually called Project <clears throat> Pew P E W. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you go to YouTube and search for Project Pew, it'll come right up. Well, that in the mod. <laughs> oh, yes. Hilarious stuff. Hilarious. Uh, our next email, Ivarwin. Okay, this comes from Sold to Science. I don't think that's his real name. I could be wrong. Sold to Science says, hey, guys, love the podcast. After searching through a few others, you guys seem to find the balance between total geekery and good times. Thank you. All right, thanks. <laughs> you definitely upped my game several times over. Got to say, though, the pirate idea made me cringe a little bit. Then I got to thinking, aren't Vikings the OG pirates? Maybe sailing around the North Seas would be kind of weird DLC, but I was looking up some more lore, and didn't, and didn't the Nords originally come from Northern Ireland far above Skyrim in the first place? Don't know, just a thought. Keep, keep it up, guys. You're getting me through work. Skull! Which is cheers in Norwegian. From Soul to Science. <laughs> I read this email and I kind of had one of those palm to face moments. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Vikings? Heck yes. 
But yes, no, pirates are not cringeworthy. Pirates have to be in there. Peg-legged orcs have to be in there. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's just a must. <clears throat> I don't care, social science, what you think. Those. Peg-legged pirates? Pirates are good, in yeah. Skyrim? Yes. Oh, yeah. He, he wants orc pirates. Phone's ringing. You want, you want people walking around with wooden legs when there's dragons throwing fire around. So that's the reason why he just wants it. He just wants it. <laughs> it's been a huge, huge, huge running joke on on the show. And flintlocks, come on! How cool would flintlocks be? Absolutely. Right, Dave? Absolutely. Come on, you gotta agree with that. Okay, the flintlocks would be awesome, but I'm just saying that wooden legs never end up right. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk, see, watch. But this is gonna put a, an orc NPC in the game somewhere that has a peg leg and a flint lock and he's going to sit there and just go Arr. <laughs> and his name's going to be Widget Widget, right, that's what's going to happen <laughs> uh, next email Lou alright, our next email comes from Derek F Derek writes in Hail, a couple of quick hits the pickpocket perk that allows you to carry one extra 100 pounds extra is huge so please remind your listeners keep the show going Perhaps in the next Elder Scrolls segment, you can talk about the time frame between Elder Scrolls 4 and Elder Scrolls 5. The quests seem to fill in a lot of the blanks, but it would be very interesting to hear details about what happened in Tamriel since that chump Martin stole all of our glory in Oblivion. <laughs> this comes from Derek F., a.k.a. That's Respect, Stillborn. <laughs> um, yeah, we've talked about that stone actually a couple, or I've talked about it a few times on the show. Because yeah. I use it, and I've even mentioned and where it's at in one of the shows episodes, and I don't remember right now. That's why I'm saying one of the past ones because I'm copying out like that. Um, and we plan on keeping the show going. Thank you, sir. As for that part of the time frame, that's all, Lou. Yes. If people want to hear about it, I will definitely start doing my research on it. Come up with a little time frame for everyone. We call that line. We can all follow. Pew. Awesome. All right, we have another email. From another Christine. I don't know if it's the same one or not. I didn't even check. No, it's it's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Dave, this is yours. <laughs> Alright. Hello! From Christine. Hello. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, Skyrim, off the record. <laughs> I keep hearing about a chat room during your show. Is that open to anyone who would like to join? Why is it? Also, Absolutely. what time do you broadcast? I, I don't know y'all's times. You got to answer that. <laughs> I've been downloading a ton of them off of iTunes. Found the show a couple weeks ago and wanted to participate. That's awesome. We love participation. Also, Indeed. I heard you talk about doing a Star Wars off the record podcast. I hope that the Star Wars isn't so good that you stop playing Skyrim or doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, well, Skyrim's awesome. It's never going to die. Also, the website I website I work for, reddit.com <gasps> she works for reddit, reddit's awesome she Doesn't has an entire subreddit devoted to Skyrim that might amuse you, best Christine alright, well Christine, if you work for them you need to you know, get in contact with their PR department with us so we can talk about sponsorship you know, that kind of stuff, anyway <laughs> <laughs> we record Wednesday mornings for Skyrim Off the Record at 10.30 Eastern, and yes, the chat room is public to anybody who would like to join you just go to our website and there's a big old tab that says go to live or join live Skyroth record live something like that this is one of those things you know i'm just the producer of the show i don't know that um <laughs> and it takes you right to our chat room it takes you right to the live stream so you can check us out 
It's the same place you go for when we do our live stream events. I do mine every Tuesday night between 8, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. You can come and join in as I red guard bash everything. Except that old man who just kicks his butt. Except for that <laughs> 92-year-old old man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sunny. <laughs> Stay your milk drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> And this is this is the Quest Gaming Network. So we do multiple shows. We don't have any plans of stopping Skyrim for another show. This is our flagship. This is our main show of the, of the network. And we're going to try to keep this one going as long as we possibly can. And same time, doing Star Wars off the record as well. So check it out. That's right. In fact, we're we're looking to add more yes. more shows. Yes, oh. we are. So just because we're adding shows doesn't mean we're going to take. You know, another show off. The only the only way we take a show off the network is if, you know, the game is is losing popularity and and therefore the show is losing popularity and it, it becomes you know Unpopular. more of a drain on our other shows to do the show than so on and so forth. Yeah, but that's not happening. So we are looking for hosts for future shows. So you can go to our forums, also if you found through our website, and you can check out what we're looking to to uh, quote unquote hire people to do no money involved but um for other shows that are up and coming because we don't have the time to host them all ourselves so we need more staff anyway um thank you christine and i'm gonna get this next one because (laughs) i can john f says you're possibly wearing a ring that lets you feed yes john f i did discover that the ring does let me feed and it regains health it regains health and, and increases my health region when i feed i found that out shortly after the podcast last week and next email. <laughs> hey, Varwin. Pew. Pew. All right. <laughs> Someone stop me. Oh, God. This comes from Troika, the Khajiit in Ireland. I destroyed that accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Troika says, hey, guys, just wanted to ask you a question. Since my girlfriend won't let me get a dog in real life, I decided to buy a dog from the handler outside Markarth. This actually feels like I have my own dog now. This is sad. <laughs> oh, I, I literally feel bad for this guy. Do you ever find yourself doing quote-unquote normal things in Skyrim that are actually achievable in real life that make you think, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> Troika the Khajiit oh, yes. from Ireland. Um, I do. Yes. I don't. I'm guilty. Absolutely. I do everything like, that I wouldn't do in real life, like stealing, murder. Yes. Mayhem, yes. yeah. destruction. Yes. <laughs> like everything in my house has to be perfectly sorted or else I start freaking out. Like yes. if something is in the wrong place, I have to take everything out and put it back in where it needs to go. Uh, I'll be over encumbered it for like hours in my house sorting things. You would hate to see my, my Dovahkiin hideout. It's a mess. <laughs> oh man, it you would probably kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, About two weeks ago, yeah. I spent hours trying to arrange that entire thing, and for some reason, I went, I logged in one day, and everything was everywhere. I decided, you know what, screw it, I'm not gonna mess with it anymore. Yeah, it's it's tough to assemble things inside the the hideout, so when every time you load it, it stays in place. It's it's difficult to do that. By the way, Troika's girlfriend, if you're listening, let the guy have a dog. <laughs> let him have Come a dog. On. Come on, no big is it gonna, is it gonna kill you? <laughs> a little ankle biter. Can't go wrong. You, who knows? Something. You might fall in love with it. I'm sure Troika will feed it and walk it. <laughs> <laughs> Name it George. Name Come it on. George. <laughs> and he'll save often, which helps. 
feel bad. My heart goes out to this guy. He wants a dog so badly. He had to get one in a video game. <laughs> this poor guy. I feel for him. I do. Uh, Maybe n- start with a fish. Our next email comes from <laughs> Moosh95. Hey, guys. wonder what you think of the idea of a Dovahkiin perk tree. Like faster shot regeneration, extra dragon damage, and when you hit 100, ability to mount and tame dragons. Would love to hear your opinions on this. Uh, yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. It goes along the same lines we were talking about last week where in the Battle of Mare segment was, you know, advanced trees. And I believe I mentioned oh, the yeah. fact of doing a Dovahkiin tree, basically, after you finish the um, Dovahkiin story, the storyline. Having something like that kind of unlock, that would give you full reason to want to finish that that quest chain early, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't <clears throat> scream, like, emphatic yes loud enough <laughs> for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, please! Yeah. I mean, they were talking about doing the lycanthropy tree. Come on, you're Dragonborn, let's have one for for the Dovahkiin. For vampires, for advanced yeah, thieves, for assassin. Oh, yeah, they can do... Like we were saying last week, I mean, have them unlockable advanced trees that after you finish these major quest chains like the Dark Brotherhood, you unlock an assassination um, consolation. You finish the, the, the thieves quest, you get the thieves consolation. And then the Dovahkiin one. You can go on all day about this. It would be so awesome. Even, you know, for the casters. Get this. You finish all the Daedra quests, you unlock the Daedra tree for casting. Hmm. That'd be interesting. So there's all kinds of things they could do with this, and I would love to see it. It's like we said last episode. episode, We want more. We don't want things changed. We just want more. More. Lots more. More, more, more. Right. Mm -hmm. Our last email, I'm going to give it to Lou. Okay, our next email comes from Anthony. Anthony writes in, Hi guys, love the show, just listened to episode 10, and was surprised to hear that the Master Criminal Achievement was the lowest on the list of done achievements, as there's an easy way to get it. The only condition is that you're a werewolf. Basically, go to the stables, thus reducing the loading screens of each city, all nine cities in one, each hold, and turn into a werewolf in front of a guard, and once you've got the notification that you've gained 1,000 gold bounty for doing that, you need to leg it to safety. Don't attack anyone, as witnesses need to be left alive. <laughs> Could be a problem. Let the lycanthropy wear off. Wait 24 hours. Can only be a werewolf once per 24 hours. Then go to the next city and repeat. The beauty of the achievements is that once you've gained it, you can just reload a save from before all this and carry on as normal with no bounties. Yours, Anthony. A level 52 Dunmer Stormcloak Battle Mage. Archmage, listener, guildmaster, harbinger. <laughs> <laughs> and smiley face <laughs> <laughs> thanks Anthony you know what I forgot to mention this on my playthrough I just started doing the just started the companions playthrough for my first time after two hour, 200 hours of gameplay I just started doing companions because I never wanted to be I still have not completed that I didn't. I don't want to be a werewolf but I'm curious about this, this quest chain so I gotta do it well now isn't there a even faster way to do this. Now that idea is amazing for getting this achievement, but I heard that wasn't there supposedly a ring which lets you change at will, like it redu- it removes the twenty four hour wait time or something like that. I don't know, but you know what? I do it the old fashioned way. I just go in and murder a random NPC with my ebony ebony blade, and then walk out. And it's a thousand right there. <laughs> Decapitate them. There's yes. another way of doing it. <laughs> Joe's looking for a head. The, Come here, the danger weapon allows you to, you know, kill NPCs. Just go in there, kill one of them, walk out. See, not only are you charging up your ebony weapon, but you're getting this achievement at the same time. Done. Done. 
Boom, slap, done. Moving on. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony, for the uh, for the for the awesome email and and great tip. Our five star review shoutouts. I'm copping out to Lou like normal because he doesn't better. <laughs> All right, from America, we have Devin is the name Zenok, Jack the Vampire, A dash 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 K, Rockem <laughs> Knockem, Jericho seven one seven, Jason McSee from Canada. We have a D and D player. Captain Vince QC Kill Hunter three hundred one. Oh, I was wondering if he was going to get that Kill Hunter yeah. one. <laughs> Kill Hunter one. And from Australia, we have S French six seven ATF attack. And from our friends across the pond, the UK, Robert A Kane Dragon Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good one. I, I, I like that one. <laughs> Amoral <laughs> Slinky. Amoral Slinky. Count Edward. Shrik Debar. And our final thoughts this episode, I have to just say pew pew. <laughs> yes, pew pew. Definitely. <laughs> I concur. And I'd like to thank our, our guest, Dave, for being on. I miss talking to him in a podcast. His... It, was, it was a lot of fun being here. Thanks, y'all, for having me on, definitely. Oh, it'll happen again. Anytime. <laughs> we'll have to get you on Star Wars off the record, too. Uh, I'd oh, love yeah. to talk about killing things with my purple lightsaber. Awesome. Ivarwin, <laughs> what are your final thoughts, man? Pew! Pew! That's all I got. <laughs> Lou? Oh, that Project Q is now... It's now gotta be mine. <laughs> pew! Pew! It's now a legend in Skyrim, off the record. All thanks to Christine S. Uh, and she thought she had wrote and written a, a crappy little email. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she single-handedly created a fad in Skyrim, off the record. Don't forget to check out our forums. You can go to our website at skyrimofftherecord.wordpress.com, and go to our. There's a link right there, right to our our forums. Check it out. Talk with all of us, and you can email us at skyrimofftherecord at gmail.com, and you can also go to thequestshow.com, which is our main hub for all our shows. Our Twitter accounts, our main show's Twitter for Skyrim Off the Record is at Skyrim OTR. I am at author J.R. Wilson. Ivarwin is at Ivarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lewis is at GamerGuy11B. And Mr. David Adams is at D-Enforce, D-E, or sorry, not D-E. Scratch that. He's at D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Check them out. The guy's hilarious. Um, anything else you want to mention really quick, Dave, that you might be doing? Or um, just hanging no. out, playing some games? Just hanging out, playing some games. Nothing wrong with that. Skyrim Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production. And I would just like to say, Foose Raw, you all, next week. Take care, guys. Be safe. <laughs> Take care, everyone. See you all next week. Say bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. I guess you make a new friend with the sand people. That'll <laughs> 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 get a Jawa as a new buddy quicker than the bounty hunter does. <laughs> yup, yup. Yeah, this is the one I saw. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks.
this ring. Get ready for the ultimate Skyrim mod. Based on a true story. <laughs> Starring Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too good. <laughs> See that? He got like a whole village of guards. Quiet. Oh, my God. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> Sign, get your nose voice on, get your nose voice on, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you keep the Sound of Music soundtrack. <laughs> Foose, what? <laughs> Don't! <laughs> Foose! Foose, <wrong. laughs> Foose <Rapu. laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Foose <Rapu. laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to mod. Shout. Who's all there?